You are now in the mix with your number one DJ, DJ Reminisce. What is happening, my beautiful people? How you guys doing? Welcome one, welcome all to Desi Beats. I'm Deep One Lotun Rupiah Pari. Sasirikal, Namaste, Salaam. And you're listening to the podcast for the ages, right? Play music that I really, really like. And I talk about things that are important to me. Hope you guys like the same things too. This is episode 191. And today's going to be a special episode. We're not going to do kind of like the traditional way of things. And I'll explain in a bit here. But let's start off the show like we do every single week with the hot record of the week. This one is my homies, man. DJ Harv, Harj Nagar produces, featuring Raman Gill, Rush Tour, Thin Saw, right here. Hot record of the week. Sunalia, Kek 
ਕਹਿੰਦੀ ਸ਼ਿਕੰਗ ਕੋਲੋਂ ਇੱਕ ਗੀਤ ਬਣਵਾ ਲਿਆ ਜੋ ਵੀ ਜ਼ਿੰਦਗੀ ਦਾ ਸੱਚ ਸੀ ਮੈਂ ਸਭ ਨੂੰ ਸੁਣਾ ਲਿਆ ਨਿਸ਼ਕੰਗ ਕੋਲੋਂ ਕਹਿ ਕੇ ਗੀਤ ਬਣਵਾ ਲਿਆ ਜੇ ਤੂੰ ਸੁਣਦੀ ਹੋਵੇਂਗੀ ਇੱਕ ਦਿਨ ਮੁੜ ਆਵੇਂਗੀ ਕੁੱਟ ਕੇ ਰੰਧਾਵੇ ਨੂੰ ਤੂੰ ਗਲ ਨਾਲ ਲਾਵੇਂਗੀ ਉਹ ਮੁੰਡਾ ਜੱਟਾਂ ਦਾ ਤੇਰੇ ਹੀ ਉੱਤੇ ਮਰਦਾ ਫੇਰ ਕਿਹੜੀ ਗੱਲੋਂ ਆਕੜਾ ਦਿਖਾਏ ਨੀ ਮੁੰਡਾ ਕਿੰਨਾ ਤੈਨੂੰ ਪਿਆਰ ਕਰਦਾ ਤੈਨੂੰ ਕੱਖ ਵੀ ਪਤਾ ਨਾ ਹੈ ਇਹ ਜੱਟ ਕਿੰਨਾ ਤੇਰੇ ਉੱਤੇ ਮਰਦਾ ਤੈਨੂੰ ਕੱਖ ਵੀ ਪਤਾ ਨਾ ਹੈ
So fam, uh, BBC Asia Network with Bobby Friction uh, recently released a documentary uh, called Pamuk Pangada, which I thought, in my opinion, was very well done. It was basically uh, talking about what was, uh, what sort of happened in the Pangada industry from like the 80s up to a certain point and kind of like what the future could potentially hold. Now, I'm going to try to keep this positive as I can, okay? Because, um, you know, why not? Now, look, it was an hour-long documentary, and there's absolutely no way that you were going to capture everything. I know some bands, uh, for example, Maktia Sohota from the Sohotas, he was very vocal about how Sohotas were missed, and I totally get what he's saying. But at the at, but I'm, if I look from the other side, it was an hour. There's no way you could keep everybody happy. There's no way you're going to include anybody. You know, True School was very vocal about it too, and he said that they totally missed you know, from like 91 to 96 or whatever it was, you know, a bunch of golden years there. And you know what? I have to agree with them. Um, there's no right or wrong, but at the same time, you got to be thankful that someone actually documented this. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't going to be perfect. There's no way it was going to be perfect, but the attempt was there. And this is something hopefully the BBC can build on whoever else can build on. You know what I mean? I thought Bobby Friction did a very good job in terms of the narration. I thought, you know, he was very good. Um, I think someone like Amit, you know, Amit Janna would have been okay as well. Um, it had some, you know, some valid points, had some good points. And, you know, if you haven't seen it, make sure you go check it out. You can, you know, YouTube it, Bobby Friction, Pamuk Pangara. And if you're in the UK, you can watch it on the BBC iPlayer. But um, again, it was something that someone took the time out, spent the money and documented um, something that's really important. Again, it wasn't perfect by a long shot. That's not the point. You know, something was done. And I'm thankful that someone did it. I wish someone in North America would do the same thing, like to actually document something like this. It'd be really cool to see. So this show today is basically kind of like taking that and I'm putting my spin on it. You know, like I've been I've been in the game a long time, guys, long time, 30 plus years. I've DJed everything you can think of, you know, around the world. Um, I've met tons and tons and hundreds and hundreds of artists, worked with hundreds of artists. And the reason why I'm in the culture right now, why I DJ'd, why I speak the language, why I eat the food, is because of UK Punjabi Pangra music. That's it. My forte while I was living here in Canada DJing was mainly UK vibes. Um, so I owe a lot to the UK Pangra industry. I owe a lot to the culture there, you know, living there for you know almost half my life. So it's in my blood, you know what I mean? And it, it gave me the foundation of who I am. So today's show is going to be all about the UK and kind of like the iconic records that made me who I am. And I'm going to talk about as much as I can from my perspective. Again, this has got nothing to do with anybody. This is my take, my personal thing. Hope you guys enjoy it. You know, there's going to be some vulnerable moments, hopefully. You know, hope you guys enjoy kind of like the dialogue and uh, what comes with it. But um, I'm looking forward to it, man. Like, you know... It's it's it was a good it was a good good years for me while living there. I really miss it. You know, it's my second home. I still listen to that music today, and I'm looking forward to kind of playing some of those records that uh, made me who I am and kind of what I think is the UK music industry in terms of where it started, the different eras and stuff like that. So, you know, hope you enjoy the show. So I'm going to start off with this record right now, and I can tell you when I first heard this song. I almost fell out of my chair. Like, I grew up 
you know, Western style, man. Born and raised in Vancouver, and I was DJing hip hop, okay? Yeah, I was Punjabi, I was learning Pangra and stuff like that. But this record solidified what to me was Punjabi music culture at the time. And because of this song, I actually started pick, you know, I, I learned to play the toll, got into Pangra and stuff because I was just mesmerized when I heard, when I heard it. This is Mulkeet Singh's original Gurnalo Ishq. And this record for me is absolutely epic. It's like I said, this is what solidified uh, the culture to me. So check it out, y'all.
Segu is my favorite DJ slash producer of all time. He's he's a goat, man. And let me tell you something. You may have heard this story before. I may have said it many times. When Bali Segu came for the very first time, 
um, way back in the 80s here in Vancouver. I already knew of him. I used to work in a video store. I loved his music anyways. That was his first Wham Bam when he came out. I thought, wow, this, this shit's crazy, you know? I had the opportunity to DJ before him when he went on stage. So I did my set, and back then it was just like whatever, hip-hop, R&B, Joel Hogesi, whatever it was. 86th Street uh, was the club. I still remember this. And then he ended up DJing at a hall in Arbutus as well um, the next day for people that couldn't make it to the club. Anyways, this guy comes on stage, okay? And he's playing Punjabi vinyl records and he's mixing hip-hop instrumentals on top of those beats. I've never seen that. I've never heard it. And Bob Budgie, these song guys, I was hooked. I was so madly in love with that concept that from that point on, who I am today I went absolutely fucking crazy with buying records and vinyl that's that next day I phoned in England um, basically saying buy me vinyls and you know since that vinyl trend has gone out I was buying vinyls every single year spending dumb money and my collection's pretty solid man I actually spent another thousand pound or whatever it was on vinyls recently with my homie G he hooked me up with some stuff that he had left over anyways this man is the reason why I DJ'd in the scene and took on weddings and stuff like that, club gigs. It was because of Bali Sagu. He comes on stage again in the future, and I saw him. This was when I was in England, and the man had like an Apple machine. So he was DJing and playing these samples on. The shit was crazy, man. It was out of control. And I was like, wow, I want to be just like him. You know what I mean? And, you know, his music was fantastic. He had some endless, endless, timeless hits, man. I like. There's, what can you say about him? You know, Jugani from like whatever. And, um, you know, like the guy's phenomenal. He's absolutely amazing. And because of him, the first vinyl that I ever bought with my own money, and I'm going to play a Bali Sugu record and this record right after, was Hira's Diamonds from Hira. That was my very first Punjabi vinyl that I bought. Okay. And that was one of their, that's like one of my favorite albums from Diamonds from Hira. Oriyar actually is the record. And I, you know, like this is actually my second record. That first one I have somewhere, I gotta find it, but it's scratched to shit. You know, you put it on, it skips. Like I I rinsed that record, man, while I was DJing. I, I you know, like there's a couple of good records on there. Um, man, that record, I've got it, I got it here somewhere. I mean, when Hida came for VIBC, I got it signed, and that's it, I retired him. But, um, you know, those two for me were back to back. You know, first was Bali Sagu. Um, seeing him live and I'm like okay this is what I want to do this is what I want to be and then because of him I bought that Hira vinyl and that was like the start of just an absolute craze where my family's like you're an idiot you're a dumbass you know in the this and that even today like my family come over like look you know you should sell it but then they come downstairs to my vinyl wall and they're like ah okay I get it you know what I mean like I got a pretty sick collection if you're on my Instagram you can go check it out but um, yeah, so those two records um, pretty much, you know, was the start of my career. And I owe, I owe, you know, them a lot. And that's, you know, pretty much going into the 80s slash into the 90s. Bali Sagu, Star Crazy, um, phenomenal album. It's going to go down as one of the best. I'm going to play Made Along, watch off that. And of course, from Hida, Dance from Hida, this is Oyar Konachadi.
definitely interested in you You know my heart skip a beat just for you Because I tell you little girl, you know I really love you Because you love a little girl, me I forget You know you love a little girl, me I forget Up and down, in and out, I'm in set all over Set all on tight like a roller coaster Because here we go with the love style, yeah
are locked into this beast. So guys, you're probably thinking, what about this? What about that? What about this group? This and that. Look, I get it. And if you want, I can do a total separate show on bands on this era. This show is basically, in my opinion, some of my iconic records chronologically placed and who I think were kind of like, you know, the era changers and which I'm going to get into in this next segment. So you heard in this past segment, um, basically what kept, what kept me in the culture and what my first record they ever bought was, okay? That's still 80s, okay? Now, if I didn't play your favorite song, I'm sorry. That wasn't the point. That's not the point of this show. This is Pump the Punk It On My Way, okay? So now let's get into the late 90s, early 2000. And this was a shift from bands to the band killers. And B21 was instrumental in doing that. Shikshinda Shinda was instrumental in doing that. Like, you know, these groups and like, you know, a true school, um, you know, like the, the, the names are endless of what happened. Now bands are still performing live today, but the actual studio bands performing or sorry, making records is rare. Like actually going in recording an album. There's been some recent stuff coming out lately. But B21, in my opinion, was that changing of the guard from where it was all UK bands to boy slash band and then, you know, singing on PA versus playing live. Now, there's nothing wrong with that. If you go to a concert now, hip hop concert, whatever it is, like it's all PA, like it's no big deal. You know what I mean? So B21 for me, um, their their album by public demand is my favorite album of all time Like if I was stuck on an island and had a bunch of albums to choose from and only had to choose one It'd be B21 by public demand. Um, that is my favorite album of all time. Okay, and then At the same time we had people like true school come That took that old 90s sound right that everyone loves in the UK still today and twisted it with hip-hop and what came out of that was like just phenomenal records man like these guys you know these guys dominate today and um i don't know what to say man like 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 this was iconic in this period b21 like i said basically destroyed the bands and took you know stage performances and that whole cool vibe of being on stage to a totally different level and um you know jesse's still performing today as it is true school still making records today so it's really cool to see, um, you know, that these guys are still rocking today. Now, fam, I'm gonna go with B21's "Put Sardarande Off" by Public Demand. That's one record that I've played at basically every wedding reception, Punjabi gig, club gig I could think of ever. Um, it's one of my all-time favorite records, and I've played that everywhere. That's an iconic record, man. And I'm gonna go right into True School and Specialist with uh, one of their records. This one, vocals by the late, great Kaka Perniawala, Sunnywale Chonk. Um, man, I don't know what to say. When I first heard this song, like I was like mesmerized. I'm like, where the hell did this shit come from? I was like, wow, man. Like, you know, th- like their production and their style 
is amazing. They've got such a strong following right now as we speak. True School um, Specialist doesn't really do much anymore. But um, wow, like I said, when I heard uh, this record, it's another record that it's one of my favorites that I play all the time. And it honestly kept me in the culture because there was, there was a time after the B21 Shinda, like UK music just got boring. It just it was just really boring because you had one producer like Shikshinda Shinda that was producing like for everybody. And it just sounded monotonous and boring. You know what I mean? And they felt kind of lost away. Then, then Trusel comes along and he's like making beats for me, man. Like he's taking classic hip hop stuff UK sound that I really enjoy and putting it together with like these crazy folk desi lyrics and music and instrumentation is phenomenal man so here you guys go man check it out
So fam, again, um, this this is my take, okay? You know, I don't want you guys to sit there and email me and call me, message me on Twitter. What about this? What about that? Look, again, I'll do a show on that. Like, the 80s alone can be like a four-hour show. You know, 2000 can be another four-hour show. You know, like Soft Free. You know, all these other people that I've missed. But I do want to mention this, and this is coming into, you know, the late 90s, early 2000s. The greatest Punjabi record of all time, in my opinion, was by Punjabi MC. Okay, Punjabi MC has made hit records, and you know what? He made some iconic stuff. You know what I mean? Um, but I didn't play any of them because, again, this is just my chronicle, chronicle logical order of kind of how the era has changed. And so it goes from boy band, sorry, it goes from bands to like this boy band era, and then the producers were always there. And it comes sort of like, you know, late, sort of early 90s and, you know, sorry, late 90s and early 2000, producers started taking over and it was game over. You know, like Punjab BMC came out with Mundial Dabachkari and that song, in my opinion, is the greatest Punjabi song ever. That hit worldwide, hit the charts, you know, won an award for it. Man, I'm at a Lakers game, okay, and they're playing that song. So... You know, like you, the the song was huge, right? And during this era, one producer dominated the UK, and it was Sikshinder Shinda, hands down. I mean, his toll is so iconic. You play that shit today, and you'll just—I don't care where you on the dance floor, probably eating, drinking, jaw, having booze, whatever. You're gonna stop. You know, you're gonna stop what you're doing. You're gonna go to. You're gonna head to the dance floor to make sure that you get on that. You know, dance floor to to dance to his toll. You know what I mean? So again. That iconic shift from 
bands to boy bands to like now producers taking over the reins and becoming kind of like the kings of uh, UK Bhangra music. So guys, I got two classics, man. Punjabi MC's Mundia to Bachkeri, Shikshinder Shinda's Flower, just because the tool in that is absolutely epic.
So I wasn't expecting to do this, but we're going way over time. Usually I keep the show to an hour, but it looks like this is going to be going longer than that. Um, I got two segments left, so bear with me, okay? Let's get into one of my favorite periods of the of the UK Punjabi music industry. So prior to this, these bands were doing their things. You know, boy bands came, these producers came. And I'm going to be honest with you, man. Like, a lot of these guys, besides, you know, a few bands here and there, but at this point... Bands weren't on the regular circuit. Um, Entertainment-wise, they were brutal. Honestly, they, there was nobody good to watch on stage. They come on stage and do a thing, and there's no, there's nothing entertaining about them until Juggy D came along. Okay, Juggy D, Dopoint No, Rishi Rich, Rishi Rich is the man who took that next era that urban desi scene and absolutely smashed it he produced jay sean who's an icon jaggy d who's an icon and then he went on to produce h Tami, who's gonna be you know who's an who's my opinion is almost an icon okay the albums he produced were phenomenal these guys were getting booked worldwide girls screaming and yelling i mean juggy as an entertain as an entertainer was phenomenal um you know, same with H. Jay Sean is Jay Sean, man. The guy, you know, award winner, you know, record chart, you know, guy. Like, what do you want me to say? Richie Rich 
is one of the best producers the UK's ever produced, ever. And he took that sound and he basically revived the scene, in my opinion. He revived what was almost a tail-ending scene there to that generation that wanted to hear that type of music. He was making music that people wanted to hear for that time. I love that era, man. Like, the stuff that he produced was such a wicked hybrid of, like, hip-hop and R&B with, like, you know, not really traditional folk. It was, like, UK Pakara. You know what I mean? It was, like, it was not stop Ghana, but it was still phenomenal stuff, man. And when Junkie D's album came out, wow. I mean, the guy's still touring off that album today. You know what I mean? It's one of the best albums ever released in the UK, in my opinion. Now, this one's going to be a controversial statement. And I still consider Imran Khan as a UK artist. Well, Euro artist, whatever you want to call it, being from Holland or wherever he's from, okay? When this guy came out, he dominated everybody. Everybody. For ages. When this guy puts a record out even today, people will listen and he gets his hits. He's got a he's got a crazy fan base. Okay? I mean, his album will go down as one of the best ever. I mean, you listen to that album today, Unforgettable, and it sounds fresh today. Imran Khan, in my opinion, um, and that that era, you know, from like 2007 or whatever it was to like, you know, 2000, say 12, 13, 14, whatever it is, was it was total domination. Um, I, you know, like I still listen to that album today, like Amplified. That whole dude, that whole album was, yeah, I could play that whole album today on a show, and I'd probably get like thousands of listens. You know what I mean? Um, the guy's the guy's phenomenal. The guy would listen. We booked him for a show, and this is going back in 2009, I think. And we did his tour across Canada. Every single show was sold out. In fact, today the biggest show club gig is that show that we did here in Vancouver. Nothing has ever topped that yet. It, it dude, it was ridiculous. Okay, this guy's got so much star power. And such a strong fan base and it was total domination and i'm not sure you know he was embraced that well with us but Japanese, but it is what it is man you know the guy, like it was an it was an iconic album in an iconic period it was that verge of you know that shift from you know uk pangra to old music and this and that to kind of like an urban vibe which i still think is is the best way to go right now um, you know, like people like True School and stuff like they've got their fans. They've got they, they're doing their thing, man. Like when True School releases a record, people stop and listen too. He's got a strong fan base. So does Imran, right? And uh, he's proved it over again. So, you know, I'm gonna play Juggy D, Najina, and I'm gonna play Imran Khan's Amplifier, two of the greatest records ever released in the industry. Period. Have mercy. Dandy, Richie, Richie, and Chuggy, the remix vibe. Get out ready in a blood clot. Check the tunes out. Dandy, I'm a ride in a remix. Uh, a Richie, Richie, ride in a remix. Say, you Chuggy, do you ride in a remix? Oh, the girl, them a ride in a remix. Ooh, Goody, Sony, and Birdie, him in the morning. Not there, Jay, Honey, Cadilla, Kenda. Shalaka to the wicked as a man, the fool. Shalaka to the sexy physique. 
ਚਰਾਈਆਂ ਕੇ ਅੱਖੀਆਂ ਚ ਤੂੰ ਵਸਦੀ ਤੇਰੇ ਨਖਰੇ ਨੀਂਦਰਾਂ ਚਰਾਈਆਂ ਤੇ ਦਿਲ ਵਿੱਚ ਅੱਗ ਮੱਚਦੀ ਸਾਡਾ ਦਿਲ ਕਹਿੰਦਾ ਕੇ ਬਈ ਤੇਰੇ ਬਿਨ ਨਹੀਂ ਜੀਣਾ ਤੇਰੇ ਬਿਨ ਨਹੀਂ ਜੀਣਾ ਤੇਰੇ ਬਿਨ ਨਹੀਂ ਜੀਣਾ ਤੇਰੇ ਬਿਨ ਨਹੀਂ ਜੀਣਾ ਮਿਸੇ ਗਰਲ ਯੂ ਨੋ ਕਿ ਵਿਲ ਬੋ ਫਾਈਨ ਫੇ ਫਾਈਨ ਗਰਲ ਯੂ ਬੈਟਰ ਜਸਟ ਬੋ ਗਰਲ ਆ ਵਾਈਨ ਗਰਲ ਯੂ ਬੈਟਰ ਟ੍ਰਿਸਟ ਟ੍ਰਿਸਟ ਦੇ ਥਾਨ ਫੋਗੇ ਅੰਡਰ ਦੀ ਹਦਰ ਰਿਪੋਰਟ ਦੇ ਸ਼ੋ ਆ ਬੂ ਦੇ ਮਨਾ ਦੇ ਮਾ ਸ਼ੋ ਤੋ ਤੇਰਾ ਐਪ 
ਗੱਡੀ ਮੇਰੀ ਤੈਨੂੰ ਵੀ ਆਵਾਜ਼ ਮਰਦੀ ਬਲੈਕ ਲੈਦਰ ਸੀਟਾਂ ਉੱਤੇ ਆ ਬੈਨੀ ਤੈਨੂੰ ਮੈਂ ਉਹ ਸਰ ਕਰਾਵਾਂਗਾ ਵੀ ਨਹੀਂ ਪੂਰੀ ਦੁਨੀਆ ਦੀ ਕਹਿੰਦੀ ਗਰਮੀ ਵਿੱਚ ਲੱਗਦੀ ਹਸੀਨੇ ਨੀ ਭਿੱਜ ਗਈ ਵੀ ਕੁਰਤੀ ਪਸੀਨੇ ਦੀ 40 ਡਿਗਰੀ ਸਿੱਧੀ ਤੋਂ ਪੈਂਦੀ ਉਹਨ ਕਰ So guys, I just want to repeat and I say this every time I come back into the the talking part is I I don't want to get into a pissing match with anybody about the song selection or whatever I've played. This is my opinion, okay? This is my take on what I've seen as a DJ and my years of being in the scene and as, you know, a professional music blogger, okay? Now, there's tons of songs I haven't played, hundreds of them. I know, right? There's hundreds of bands I haven't played. I I know. Again, these are just some of the things that over the years that I've seen, I picked out and have held, you know, you know, strong in my heart and this is how I feel, okay? So this is no shot against anyone. This is no disrespect to anybody, you know, for you artists that are maybe tuned in. This is just my take. Again, I'm doing little as possible uh, because I mean, we could stretch this out for weeks and months, man. You know what I mean? But I'm trying to keep this as as small as possible. I'm already I've already gone over. Usually this shows an hour. I think we're going to be going into an hour and a half. and it's done you know what i mean but let's talk about uk pongra today and i'm going to flat out say it, it's basically owned by darby um true school that whole camp you know every time they release a record it's you know it's it's like wow you know what i mean like i don't know what to say um these guys are releasing some mega mega music um in my opinion one of the best albums i've heard in the last 5 years was probably shock princes one time for your mind 
that was produced by True School. Powerful vocalist with some powerful music. It, like these, dude, these guys make gangster Punjabi music, man. Um, I'm gonna play a record off that to end the show. And you know, he's got JK, who's killing it in the UK. Just released a record, you know, a, f- a couple of weeks ago. Smashed it, you know. And I think the young guy to watch out for uh, from the UK worldwide is uh, my homie Gert Sidhu. I mastered a record for him uh, called uh, Tera Hardly. And um, the track did really, really well. Um, he's doing some big things, man. He's worked with some big producers, obviously True School. He's in the studio right now working with Manny Sandu. I mean, speaking of Manny Sandu, another great producer from the UK. You know, when his album drops, he breaks the internet as well. You know what I mean? Like, you know, the talent. What kind of the, the talent is there? It's there, guys. Like I like I wanted to say, Gert Sandu is the face of the UK Bangla music scene right now. Uh, then you got JK. And um, I think there's room for more. I honestly think there's room for more. I think um, people are hungry. I mean, I still see gigs going on, and there's lineups for these gigs. So, Loki want, you know, want the scene to prosper. It's just how do you do it? And the question is, I have no idea. You know, and you know, I'm I'm not there. I don't live there anymore. I live in Canada. We got our own problems, but I think it's just a matter of consistency. And here's the thing, guys. Like, if shows like this, you know, or if you watch Pamut Pangara. And Bobby Friction, BBC did a fantastic job on it. You know, say what you want about it, but overall, it was fantastic. If you watch these things, you're an artist, you're singer, writer, producer, whatever, promoter, and you don't get a vibe or get those chills or get that inspiration to do something, then honestly, I don't think anything will. Like the scenes, the scenes dead. You know what I mean? Because um, when I watch that, and I'm like, wow, this is so cool. I want to get into the studio and get to work. You know, I want to work with some younger guys, and just because of the vibe I got by watching it. But again, that's me. You know what I mean? So it's really important you understand that. Like the reliance is on you guys. You know, Gen Y. You guys that are you know between 18 to 25 right now. Those of you that want to do something in the scene, it's yours for the taking. You know, people like myself, Generation X, we're done, dude. Like our power of influence is over. It's 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 finished in the next few years. Like. This podcast I do just for fun, just so I can, you know, it's a time pass for me. You know what I mean? Like I, I love the music, I love the culture, and this is my way of giving back. But at some point, people aren't gonna listen to me anymore. Like, why would you want to listen to an old guy on a on a podcast who has no idea what he's talking about? So I think the movement needs to come from that that youth. And what that is, I have no idea. I mean, a couple of problems that I see um, in the UK is like, listen, if you look at RC North America, it's very influenced on trap. Okay, trap is huge worldwide. And we're making Desi trap music, and people are loving it. Siddhu Musayala, you know, Big Bird, like these songs hit big worldwide. Snappy from India is doing trap, you know, he's done some great records. Where is the UK trap? Is my question. Why isn't there someone producing UK grime music, you know, releasing it, and then some Punjabi singer singing on top? You can't tell me that kids won't listen to that. You know, it, it, it's okay that you guys love the '90s. And it's okay that you adore that music, you know. You still got people like True School that fill that void, and all these other producers. But I think there needs to be a newer movement. Like B21 did it in their era, you know. And then you had someone like Rishi Rich came in and changed the game completely, and did that in his era. So who's next? That's the question. You need some young, fresh talent to come out and do some stuff. I don't know what I don't know who that or who that would be, right? So, but I mean. People like Gerd Sidhu still holding it down on the folk side of things. JK is holding down the folk side of things. So you still have that. Bands are still playing there. You know, there's a live circuit. 
Well, they're not, you know, at gigs and stuff, but, you know, the wedding circuit. So I think there's potential there. It's just a matter of who wants to take the reins and actually go out and give it a shot. That's what it comes down to. You know what I mean? But yeah, I mean, I'm going to end it there. I hope you guys enjoyed today's show, man. Um, you know, check out the website, www.djreminis.com. Make sure you guys go check it out. If you want to catch me on social media, Facebook.com, The Reminis. I am DJ Reminis is my Instagram. At Amin Reminis is my, is my Twitter account. I love being on there. If you want to, you know, learn how to make podcasts just like this and talk about topics just like this or whatever interests you, whatever you're passionate about, YouTube.com slash the DJ Reminis is a great place to go and I teach you how to do stuff like that. If you want to catch a glimpse into my daily life, uh, at Amin Panister is my Snapchat, at Amin Panister is my Instagram, YouTube.com slash Amin Panister is my uh, daily vlog, not my daily vlog, but a vlog where I talk about entrepreneurship and stuff like that. So, man, I really enjoyed the show today. It was something I could just kuli shukti talk about, give my thoughts, my process, kind of like, you know, my life in a nutshell in like an hour and a half in terms of my DJing career and what I think are some iconic records, you know what I mean? But if you want to hear, you know, and more shows like this or talk about, you know, other topics that may interest you, email me, email me, man. I am djreminis at gmail.com. I love hearing from you guys. But like I say, every single week, man, never forget your roots. I'll stay close to your culture. Sadihu Mulakath. Ugly Friday hoagie. I'm your boy DJ Reminis. Party hard, stay safe. Peace out. बोली कोई बना के ऐसी गद्दे बच्च पा देमी बैठे जो बने रहे आते तरती ते ला देमी है तरती ते ला देमी बोली कोई बना के ऐसी गद्दे बच्च पा देमी बैठे जो बने रहे आते तरती ते ला देमी है तरती ते ला देमी चार के तू जोश नहीं हला देमी सारे व्यक्ति आज ना तू कितने शर्माई नहीं
with your number one DJ, DJ Reminisce.